the heel turn podcast i'm your host isaiah jackson jr and this is the go home show well the go home episode to fast lane fast lane is tomorrow as of this recording and it is it's looking to be a good pay-per-view it's looking to be a great pay-per-view we're going to get into that later though because i have a lot of negative stuff to talk about the first being is uh hulk hogan now hulk hogan and titus o'neill have just been announced as the host for WrestleMania 37 on April 10th and April 11th. Titus O'Neil, great for him. If you see all the charity work and stuff he does outside of WWE, he's he's an amazing man I look from the outside looking in. So Titus O'Neil really deserves that, and it's in his hometown. So he really deserves that. But however, I just can't help that he feel it feels like he's the he's he's only being used to brighten up Hulk Hogan's image. And I say that because Hulk Hogan. In 2015, he had these this racist comments come out during a uh, he had a tape leak, tape leak. I don't, I don't even know how to explain it, but Hulk Hogan. I I, I and I remember exactly because I was I think I was in school when all this was going down, and he was talking about he'd rather have some girl his uh, daughter, he'd rather have his daughter marry some rich. But it was it was bad. It was bad. I can't. I don't even want to go through it. If you you can look it up, but he was uh. He got kicked out of the Hall of Fame. He got kicked out of the WWE Hall of Fame 2015. And the crazy part about this is he got reinstated three years later. And that didn't reoccur to me until I actually thought, you know what, Isaiah, let me do some research before I talk about this. But that that's why I thought I thought this happened years ago. Because I remember being in school, being like, Hulk Hogan sucks, man. I'm, I'll never want to care for him. The rest, You know, I never care for the wrestler Hulk Hogan himself. So... To see him, to see him come back, not only to see him come back, to see him come back three years later, like he had the same treatment as another wrestler that I I won't name him, but he was erased from w, all WWE memory database, everything. There's no mention of this name, of his name whatsoever, and the same happened to Hulk Hogan because of these racial racist comments, and now. He's coming on. He th- when he came back in 2018, he said he had this apology, and most people didn't didn't forgive him, and I applaud them for that because I definitely wouldn't forgive him. I feel like that was you apologize because you got caught, and so to see Hulk Hogan come back, knowing not knowing how he's changed and not knowing this is just I feel like he's just you, this is just Titus O'Neil being used as a token black guy. That's I feel like that's just has to be said. Now stepping away from race, I don't mean to be political. I just don't think with the controversy going on with Hulk Hogan, he should be in the WWE ring or in the WWE appearance whatsoever. And that's just as simple as that. Titus O'Neil also had comments as well. I believe he said something along the lines of, "It was it was uh it was uncomfortable for me and for my like I want to give the character Hulk Hogan a chance, and I want to give the man Terry Bollea a chance to redeem himself." 
not just for his minority fans, but for people that don't have that same mindset. And you hear Titus O'Neil saying he wanted to give, uh, he wanted to give Hulk Hogan a chance, and even because Titus O'Neil just recently liked a tweet from a random fan that said, "This is why he can't support wrestling, and this is why he stopped watching wrestling because they support and still shove Hulk Hogan's face down the fans of people who really don't care to see him or want to see him at all." And Titus O'Neil, you obviously clearly liked it, so it's just it's just crazy how all that is taken into play i personally as i've already stated never liked hulk hogan i guess gets on my last nerves i i don't i don't even know why this man isn't is even in the wwe now especially with his wife his wife and i'm not bashing anybody this isn't me going on a tirade of of hulk hogan and what's wrong with him but even his wife had bad and critical things to say about the whole george floyd incident and it's, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking to see. And the these, we know what their morals are. We know where their headspace is. And yet, African-American kids who watch wrestling still have to watch and watch them be glorified. So it's just something that I really wanted to talk about because I, I hate Hulk Hogan. I don't hate him. Let me stop. I'm just I'm I'm too I'm I got too heated in the moment. <laughs> I don't hate Hulk Hogan. I have a hard disliking to him towards him because of what he says, what his beliefs were, and what and his comments, his comments, his wife's comments, and the WWE's actions of taking him out of the WWE, take washing him out of history, and then bringing him right back, and now having him host one of the biggest shows of all time. The back end business show, the the show where every this is the coming back from COVID show where everybody shows up and the is at full capacity or at least attempted to be at full capacity. My nephew Julian, he actually he actually had the most perfect description of this. Why every time they always hyping up a return, saying it's gonna be heartwarming, they gonna return at WrestleMania, but then it ends up being Hulk Hogan. It's just so boring. And it's 100% true because every time there's a big, there's a huge uh, person coming through. You've seen it with AEW. AEW just did it recently. And we have a huge Hall of Fame caliber signing. You don't want to miss this, and it's Christian. Yeah, you can still work. You can still, you're Hall of Fame caliber, but you're not, you're not what we're expecting. You're not what we want. And I'm sorry to say that. You're not as huge as they make it seem that you were. And it's the same as Hulk Hogan. Hulk, we don't, at least I don't care about Hulk Hogan. Most people looking at uh, social media, they don't care about Hulk Hogan. Especially what everything has been seen from the African-American community. They don't like, no. Hulk, Hulk Hogan showing up to WrestleMania is literally irrelevant. And it's a waste of time. And it shouldn't have, I don't, I don't even know why the man even still shows up. He he should be fine just retiring at home. Just sitting, sitting at home doing doing nothing. Perfectly fine with that. But... Ending it off that and going to more positive news. Even though this is mainly a WWE podcast, it's always nice to bring up AEW just because the rivalry and the tension they have between the two, especially the shows AEW, NXT, and together in the ratings war that they have. I know a lot of people say they don't care about it and it's irrelevant and it's just recycled from the 1990s and it's a softer version, but it's still great wrestling. And with great wrestling came Britt Baker 
and Thunder Rosa. And I want to bring up this match because they had a well, they had a unsanctioned women's match, and I felt like this is this this is a shift. This is a huge shift. Now, me, I don't watch New Japan Pro Wrestling, so anything that happens, and I do watch Wrestle Kingdom. I watch I watch their big shows, so I don't watch. I don't fully watch them like I do WWE or NXT. But anyway, Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa had a great unsanctioned women's match, and it was it was terrifying. It was really terrifying because they really went out there and tried to kill each other, and they Thunder Rosa started bleeding from the top of her head, and it was just like wow. Like it's I've never seen a a, a wrestling match, a women's wrestling match, to where they're bleeding all over the place, and it's just a violent, like a vicious war like the men's are. And usually, yeah, women's match do have the violent, vicious wars. I mean, if you look at Sasha Banks, Bailey, Sasha Banks, Charlotte, Charlotte and uh, Charlotte and Oscar, but like seeing seeing this, seeing women wrestling go to the extreme was ridiculous. Now we seen Becky Lynch and Charlotte go to the extreme, you know, with the their last man standing match. You, you have you have matches like those in the WWE, but this was. This was brutal. They had they had uh, Thunder Rosa got curb stomped into a steel to the ramp steps. Uh, Britt even Britt Blake Britt blah, even Britt Baker was bleeding. See, you can't even say that five times fast. And if you do, send that to me. <laughs> but no, Britt Baker, and then Britt Baker got busted open as well. And so it was. It looked terrifying. The scene was ridiculous. Britt Baker's face was man. That was it was. If you had to, if you have to go back and watch this match, if you if you can sit there and stomach it, you definitely should. And not only that, to kick it off, the last the the final twist of it all, they bring out the thumbtacks. And unfortunately, Britt Baker was the sad soul that had to go through it. She she got hit with a, a power bomb on the on the thumbtacks, and she kicked out. She kicked out. I was like they. They really don't care about themselves right now. I was like, this is ridiculous. And it was it was crazy because they it looked like they could they could have continued to go on. That's the scary part. Like there wasn't no sight of like quit in neither woman's eyes at all. Like they were literally out there to hurt each other. And that this this is gonna spark a movement. This is huge. This was an historic match. It's sad that how brutal it was. It was pretty, oh man, it was horrific if you look at it. But it was a great match. It did, it entertained, and it, it, it had the hats go out to Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. That was, that was a great match, and I really wanted to shout that out because it was terrifying. If you thought, if you thought John Moxley and Kenny Omega was hurting each other, like these, these ladies wanted to hurt each other. Like it was bad. I can't, I can't express that enough. So, Great match by Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa, and I can't I can't wait to see what happens next. And I can't see can't wait to see what WWE, New Japan, Ring of Honor, all these other wrestling promotions see what they do to top this off. All in all, just great, great match all around, and I just really wanted to give it the recognition. But on to more negative news, Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette uh, said some very messed up words and granted he's an old dude he's always he's for as long as he's been out we've known him to be very controversial ever since he's left wwe he's always known to be very con, con, uh, 
controversial. So, Jim Cornette said that Kip Sabian, a wrestler from AEW, looks like a middle schooler. And Penelope Ford, who is his wife, looked like his slutty girlfriend. And so, Miro, who is Ru- who formerly used to be Rusev at WWE, he came out and threatened... He threatened Jim Cornette and said, "I'll, you know, I'll come on down on you like God's wrath, and I'll, I'll threaten to you, and you know, I'll come up in your basement, and stuff like that." And so Jim Cornette is, you know, taking the, the a funny route. So on his podcast, he's just laughing at him, saying he sounds like he's being vaguely sexual, pretty much saying that Miro's trying to come on to him, and he's just trying to make a joke out of it, and it's stupid. Jim Cornette is just a controversial figure. And the only reason why he's out now is because people give him that recognition. Now, Jim Cornette is always—he's always has been a controversial figure, as I just mentioned. But the thing is, he—you just can't give this man any recognition whatsoever. That is the fuel that flames him. Now, if you look back at—he made a comment about Becky Lynch's pregnancy when she announced she was pregnant. And he went on this whole tirade, like, you're a woman's champion. You could have waited till you were 40, but instead you have to drop a title and waste on all this money. Pretty much saying she shouldn't have had the child. She should have waited and pretty much just trashed on her. And that's no way to even speak about uh, speak about other people's personal lives in that matter to begin with. So Jim Cornette is just being such a controversial figure still to this day. And he's been going off on his podcast talking about how he doesn't feel sorry, how he's going to continue to talk foolish. And Miro seems to have not responded anymore. Everybody seems to have just tried to not say anything. But Jim Cornette is going to continue to f- keep talking. Feel I mean, this is what's bringing him money, obviously. So him, he's going to continue to do this as well. I mean, this man doesn't have a filter at all. And this is where the his power comes in. This is where his control comes in. This is how he gets known. So this is this is just another one of Jim Cornette's weasel tactics, I want to say. Now, granted, I won't say that he didn't mean what he said because, like I said, he's still he's been prone to say a lot of controversial stuff. But eventually, it's gonna take one person to just be like, "Get him out! Just get him out of here." He's gonna run into some problems eventually. I'm not hoping. I'm not praying on a man's downfall. But with the route it's going, it's not looking great especially with the comments he's making and the, the way times are changing now. He this what the stuff he said in the past might have been cool or might have been uh good to get away with 20, 40, 60 years ago. But now that times are changing, he's not going to it's not going to be long until Jim Cornette is so and so quote unquote castled as we say nowadays. But I'm glad that it's finally squashed. He said what he had to say, and I'm glad nobody has responded to it. I'm glad it's just left in the past and we can just move on from it. And I really hope Miro proves him wrong because he is a great wrestler, a great talent, and I I, I really wanted him to succeed so much more in the WWE, but now I want to see him break down the barriers in AEW. And I also want to hear what has happened on this day in WWE history. On this day in WWE history, Hulk Hogan and The Rock defeated Scott Hall and Kevin Nash by countout in a tag team match on Raw 2002. This happened the day before WrestleMania 18, where The Rock defeated Hulk Hogan in a highly anticipated dream match. 
and the rock the rock versus hulk hogan was a it's the classic i remember watching that at my grandma's house at the time it was that was amazing and i wanted the rock to win so bad if he lost i would have been heartbroken i probably would have been even if if he would have lost and i would have sit been sitting right here now and it would have said in the history books hulk hogan beat the rock i'd be sick to my stomach i'd be hurt but that's besides the point enough of the hulk hogan slander I actually want to get into the big, big, big event we have going on tomorrow, which is Fastlane. The first thing up, Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon. I'm glad that was announced. Well, they said it was going to be scrapped, but it's still on the match card. So, we don't know, but hopefully it doesn't happen because, to be honest, nobody knows what's going on. Shane McMahon is just speaking foolishness, and Braun Strowman is just out to get back that momentum that he lost. After his loss against the Fiend, at least in my eyes, that's what I see. So there's there's really no point in the match at all. But if so, I can obviously Braun Strowman is gonna win. I I don't see why Shane would win in any sense of the word. And if he does, that's just bad booking all in all. And that's probably why one of the biggest problems that they're having right now, especially with Braun Strowman. So if it is scrapped, I'm thankful. Hopefully Braun Strowman can get into something else going into WrestleMania. That's Shane McMahon as well. But other than that, I got Braun Strowman taking the win in that match. Then you have Shisuke Nakamura versus Seth Rollins. This, this is going to be what reclaims the AJ Styles Shisuke Nakamura feud. This match right here is going to, this is supposed to be what we, this is supposed to be what we should have got two, three years ago when AJ and Shisuke went at it. And they, they performed pretty decently, but it wasn't, to the to the hype and standard that we all wanted, and so Shinsuke Nakamura versus Seth Rollins is gonna be nasty. This this is gonna be a great match. It's gonna be a great match, and you, Seth Rollins is he's obviously gonna win. I think he's gonna win because he has he's Seth, Cesaro. Cesaro has so much momentum right now, and so Seth Rollins is going into WrestleMania, and he's gonna it's gonna be him versus Cesaro. Seth Rollins can't afford to take a loss against Shisuke Nakamura. So hopefully Shisuke pulls out some of his best work. If he does win, this is going to be a great storyline because Seth Rollins is a great performer. The stories they have him in, most for the most part, are great. So And he pulls everything out really well. So all in all, this is going to be a great match, and I have Seth Rollins coming away with that win. Now going into Randy Orton versus Alexa Bliss, I don't know what to expect, to be honest. The one thing I don't want to see is no blood hewing out of Orton's mouth or food. So nothing of that foolishness. No more foolishness. I just want to see a, 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 I don't even know what I want to see in this match. I don't even know if it's even worth talking about because this feud is stupid. Hopefully this is when, this is the return of the Fiend. And we get the Fiend versus Randy Orton at WrestleMania like we should. And whatever Alexa Bliss wants to do. But hopefully, hopefully, hopefully this is the time we see uh, the Fiend come back. Can, I don't because I don't want to see this match. This match is probably going to be one of those cinematic matches, and hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's good. But if it's not, and it's just a weird match going into the ring, I don't want to. I don't want to watch all that. It's not. It's not going to be entertaining, and I don't want to see anybody cough up black blood, vomit, whatever it is. Now going into the title uh, contention, Matt Riddle or Riddle versus Mustafa Ali, and to be honest, Mustafa Ali has been showing out. He's really been showing out, but there has been rumors that he's injured and he could be taking some time off to uh to recover. And it's gonna I, I don't I don't know. 
Mustafa Ali is really riding hot right now. Retribution is sadly is a lower mid card. Uh, it's a lower mid card team, so they don't have that much TV time. And even if they do have TV time, they're probably losing. But Mustafa Ali is really drawn a lot of heat. He's really impressed a lot of people. He's definitely impressed me. He can he can wrestle really great. He used to be a high flyer. Now he's more technical, and that's because of and it's rumored it's to be because of his injury. But Riddle. Riddle's Riddle is a hard, a hard fighting champion, and that, uh, it's great to see. It's great to see Riddle. Riddle's great in the ring. He's technical as well, and that MMA background really shows itself. And Riddle, in their last match, both of them showed out. But Riddle, Riddle isn't gonna let go of that United States Championship. It's sad Mustafa Ali is the first person to get let down, or gets to get uh, pretty much get cut short. In the hands of Matt, uh, in the hands of Riddle in this United States Championship, but it's gonna be a great match. It's gonna be a good match. It's not gonna be a great one. It's gonna be a good match. It's gonna be tolerable, and I can't wait. Now the match I really want to see, and we'll get to the other two as well because there's uh, there's two more I really want to see. But the Intercontinental Championship match, Big E versus Apollo Cruz. They've been it's been going at it back and forth. Big E is just like I can't. There's no point in winning this match. I just have to. I just had to hurt you to the point where you just leave me alone. Apollo Cruz is just like I want. Rev- I just want your title. I want your title, and I want to hurt you. I want to humiliate you. And their promos are so intense and so straight. It's it gives me goosebumps. It's crazy. They're they're amazing, talented individuals, and it's it's great to see. And as they they they've came a long way. They definitely came a long way. But I do have Big E winning this match just because Big E's riding a hot a hot wave right now apollo cruz he does have a new gimmick but it can it can be adjusted just a little bit the accent coming out of nowhere it's it can still he needs a little bit more time to uh, have a little bit more story like right now this ic championship story is awesome but i feel like he needs to have a little bit more fights he needs to he needs to go against somebody else like uh like a Sami Zayn, like a yeah a fight yeah like if i have a cover of storyline or something with him just something Something a little bit, don't rush him into a title picture because I don't think Apollo Crews, in all respect to him, a great wrestler, great at what he does, I just don't think he's that type of champion to just win it off the bat and push it to new heights like a Seth Rollins could or a Roman Reigns could. So I, I do have Big E going into this match. I do have Big E coming away with the win. The next match on my list, Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus, no holes barring match. It's looking tough. It's looking real tough. This no holes bar- and Drew McIntyre and Sheamus have just been slaughtering each other for weeks now, and now it's great to see them going into fast lane. Drew McIntyre's looking great. Sheamus is looking even better, and I I do want Sheamus to come away with this win. But going into WrestleMania and everything Drew McIntyre has done, all the work he's put in, all the fights that he's been in, the fights with Bobby Lashley in the beginning. The fights with Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre has been through a lot. And so I can see Drew coming out on top, especially going into WrestleMania and fighting Bobby Lashley for the WWE Championship. And uh, I'm not even, I don't even know if I should. I had to take a pause because I didn't even know if I should even talk about this match at the Women Tag Team Championships. Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax versus Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. Now, I think this is where Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair betray each other. I think this is the turning point of the feud. And I think this is just here to push the storyline, nothing else. So if I had to say anybody, Shayna Baszler versus Nia Jax and Sasha Banks turning on Bianca Belair, and that 
push the feud going into WrestleMania, and I love every minute of it if it happens. If they manage to be tag team champions or something, I'm, I'm not going to like where this is going, and I'll have a lot to say about that later. And last but not least, Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan from the Universal Championship as Edge as your special guest enforcer. Now, this might sound weird, but I think I have a no contest going into this one because Edge, I feel like Edge is going to feel some type of way. Daniel Bryan's going to come on the pinnacle. He's going to come so close to winning, and Edge is just going to get set off because he wants to be the one to take down Roman, and I think he's going to interject himself in some type of way, shape, or form. So that's how I see that match going anyway. And Edge, Edge being a special guest, I don't see this going off clean at all. I don't see Roman Re- if Roman Reigns wins clean, that's fine. I can definitely see that happen. If Dan- I can't see Daniel Bryan winning this match at all. I can see them going into a no, no contest and having a triple threat match in WrestleMania, which is fine too. I'd rather have Roman Reigns versus Edge, but I guess a triple threat match will be fine. I made my comments about that last. Uh, last episode, but all in all, I got a no contest going in this, and I got Edge standing up on tall to end off the pay-per-view. So all in all, what I think about Fastlane, I think Fastlane is going to be a great pay-per-view. I think it's going to have a lot of twisted turns, especially with Edge. I don't know how Edge and Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan, that match is going to go. I feel like that can go all over the place. And so I'm just looking at I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm always excited for the road to WrestleMania. I don't care what pay-per-view they pull out. All I know is that as soon as I hear road to WrestleMania, I'm like, I'm in. I'm watching it. Take my money regardless. Now, this brings me to my favorite segment, the dream match. When I have my my nephew, I have my nephew slide in again and give his thoughts on the dream match in the discussion. Roman Reigns and The Rock will have a banger of a match at WrestleMania. No cap. This isn't a spoiler or anything. And he is he he's right. He's right. It would slap. It is cold. I said slapped again. Never thought I'd say it again. But the Roman Reigns we have now, the Tribal Chief going against Dwayne Johnson and granted Dwayne Johnson has gained he's gained a lot of muscle he's swole he's not skinny skinny Dwayne he's not skinny the rock back in the 90s fighting with Stone Cold he's he's built he's he's what he looked like when he was fighting John Cena built rock so it's crazy to see how that matchup would turn out but Roman Reigns much faster clever brilliant man in the ring the rock he plays a lot of mind games. He can get in your head, but Roman Reigns, he's he's a solid dude. Roman Reigns, this, this is a whole new animal. You can beat. I don't even. I honestly don't even know who's gonna beat. Who's able to beat Roman now? I just seen Drew McIntyre just get choked out, and he was just destroying the Raw roster throughout this whole pandemic. So to see Roman Reigns, you know, just go crazy on everybody nowadays. And to see the his work ethic and to see everything he does in the ring, his um, his strength, his speed, his, his spear looks dev- more more and more devastating. Now the Rock has the people's elbow that gets you off your feet. That's awesome. That's cold. The Rock has the Rock bottom. The the his spine buster is amazing. The sharpshooter can do, use a little bit of work. I know Bret Hart has hated on it for years, 
But Dwayne Johnson, he's no slouch neither. But Roman Reigns, the tribal chief himself. Now, if this was the Shield Roman versus The Rock, no matter what The Rock is, I can see The Rock coming out on top. But try with this new tribal chief character that Roman has. If you would have asked me two years from now, could Roman beat The Rock? I'd be like, I don't know. I have to think about it. When he beat John Cena, I was devastated, as you can tell. But that was it was it was a great match. No, it was a good match. It was, I was I was pretty I was pretty iffy about the match. I was actually I was actually kind of hurt. But the thing is, Roman put on that okay match with John Cena, and he won. The Rock has also got a win against John Cena, but also a loss. Roman can actually, Roman can beat The Rock. That's all I'm trying to say. And if it was a match in WrestleMania, The Rock versus Roman Reigns, Tribal Chief Roman built Barama Bull, The Rock, I have Roman Reigns coming out on top. That's exactly how I feel. But and that's pretty, I think that's how my, my nephew feels too. I'm, at least that's what I'm hoping. I'm going to ask him later. And if you don't hear them later on in the show, you know why. <laughs> but anyway, I want to thank you for listening because my time is up. If you like us, follow us on Twitter at underscore the hill turn. Follow us on Instagram at the hill turn podcast. You can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Also called titled the hill turn podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy fast lane. I'll be back to talk about it a lot more. I'm going to continue get more active on social media. We're going to, have more fun, get more interactions. There's gonna be there's gonna be a whole lot of new things planned, and I'm excited. I can't wait for you guys to see it. So thank you so much, and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Heel Turn podcast. Check us out on iTunes and Spotify every Saturday for more wrestling news and to be a part of the conversation. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Heel Turn Podcast and on Twitter at underscore the Heel Turn.